Hi, I'm Terry. Hi, I'm Kenny. And we both run Get Fired, an Apprentice podcast, which you're listening to right now. If you're listening to us on iTunes, can you do us a massive favour, please? Kenny, how much should the lovely people give us out of five stars? Five. Exactly. Give us five out of stars, people, and leave a nice review so we turn up higher in search notes. Despite the fact we're probably the most regular podcast of The Apprentice, somehow we're still um, fifth ranked. I just don't get how that works. That's a crazy world of iTunes, folks. Please leave us a review and a star rating so we can get higher and give you a better podcast. Hope you enjoy the show. This is an apprentice podcast, and I'm speaking to Kenny today. You right there, Terry? Hi, I am Terry indeed. No worries. I'm good, thank you. How are you doing, Mr. Kenny? I'm very good. I'm very good indeed. I've got a bit of a holiday now, so I'm happy. Oh, I'm off next Friday too. Oh, it's that time of year, isn't it? But sadly, I've noticed, well, it's a good time of year to go on holiday. It's a sad time of year because it's nearly the end of this series, The Apprentice. Oh. Oh. Indeed. Well, we've got some exciting news, folks. We can't let you know just yet, but we'll let you know as soon as me and Kenny made the final plans. I have some news, though, Kenny, for the people of our glorious podcast. Do you share, Terry? Share away. I bit the bullet and coughed up for the extra SoundCloud. Yay! Get in, son. Well, uh, so basically, if you're already listening to SoundCloud, it's fine, but I finally thought... Oh, SoundCloud are dodgy. Let me just explain quickly, folks. You pay for the cheapest pro plan, and I thought as advertisers you get four hours a month, but it just turns out it's just four hours. If you want more, you just have to pay for Unlimited, which we're on now. But then we can't have any more complaints, so more people can listen and all that without any, like, blockers. You know, they can stop people listening at, like, 500 listens. What? Yeah, so if people want, you want more people to listen, you have to cough up. It's to do with bandwidth, I suppose, but at the same time, it's a bit like, Ugh, guys, what oh. are you doing? Dodgy, isn't it? A bit, yeah. But we can't... Reasonable service, actually, so can't comment, so... Thanks, I think, SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. So we're back after our two-week mid-to-late-season break, so we have two, two episodes, Mr. Kelly, to talk about today. It's going to be a busy episode. Quite. Uh, so we'll have a bit of a shorter format, like uh, we had a couple episodes ago, where we'll just discuss like the big turning points and the major firings. Let's kick back off, going back two weeks ago to episode eight. So the online dating advertising task. I was quite intrigued on that because I am a single man looking for love on the internet. I won't lie. And to be honest, I thought both products were a bit crap, really. Yeah, I mean, both certainly missed the point a bit it, it seemed like they'd get one thing right but they get the other bit wrong like they might have the website right but the advert wrong or they might have the advert right but get the website wrong I thought it was the case for both they were both one step forward two steps back 
like yeah. the more they went in the right direction, the further they got away from their original remit. It's like the team that had Hi, I'm Herbert. Like that was meant to be a their that remit was, was for young business people. It, I mean, that was Endeavours. That was Miles, Leah, Alex, and Jordan. Ah, thank you. Now, I didn't. I thought the actual advert that was quite good. Like it's something like Go Compare. You got an annoying character. You know, it's memorable. And they've almost turned it on their head now with GoGoPad. They've embraced the fact it's annoying. Yeah. So they're like doing the thing of, okay, he's trying to find new ways of doing adverts so he's less annoying, which is kind of funny. It's a bit like, I can see, I see potential in this Herbert guy. Like, you can have him being like annoying, 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 but then, like GoCompare, just turn on his head, it's like, Herbert realises, oh, I'm not going anywhere, yeah. what am I doing wrong? Then they spruce him up, then they sign him up for the website. Yeah. This is, but, but the trouble is though, in the advertising whatsoever, is there any inkling that this is a professional web dating site for young professionals? No. Well, this is it. I mean, in some ways, it sums Alex up to a T. Where he came up with this great idea of a website. And personally, I quite like the name, even though others didn't. Uh, Cufflinks, wasn't it? Yeah. And then he takes the lead on the advertising pretty much and goes on off a completely different tangent with this Herbert guy. What's that about? But in general, I think there's good ideas. That I don't think it's, yeah, I'm say, Mr. Point. <laughs> but I think the people they're pitching to have kind of missed it. Well, no, I mean, it's good ideas, but that's it. He has lots of good ideas, and he comes up with good ideas, but comes up with other ideas that almost oppose his initial one, and he goes with all of them. It's like, well, you can't really do that. It just doesn't work in the end. So that was Endeavour. Let's talk about Evolve's effort, which I don't really think came up to much scratch either. No, I thought it was a good idea to start with. So Evolve, which is Neil, Francesca, Jason, Louisa, they were going at more the 50s, 60s market, weren't they? Yeah, the quite older one. I did like when the they were trying to pitch it. And the advertisement they ended up having, it was like something out of the Undertaker from wrestling, like a mortuary, pretty much an old people's home. Yeah. And it's just like, wow, these people aren't waiting for death and just want a bit of better love. I, they went the completely way wrong about it. We should mention, though, uh, Jason, our boy, Mr. Leech, the Leech Man, he has made history on this TV show. He, he has indeed, so... Jason, of course, we've got the manager. He was the project manager for Evolve. He put himself forward because evidently he's got a bit of background in this kind of work, hasn't he? Hmm. I think he did something similar while he was in university, from what he said. Yeah, he sounds like an Oxford uh, dating website. Yeah. Yeah. So he put himself as PM, but Terry, I'll hand it over to you to share the big turning point of the episode. The general. Well, to be honest, I kind of agree with Louisa to a point. Louisa is there on his heels, pretty much, clawing up the back of it, because Jason's so bloody indecisive. He takes the best... Louis says he takes the best part of 20 minutes just to decide on the colours for a font, and they make an absolutely piss-poor website for the whole day. I think that whole day to build it. Yeah. With, like, professional designer. And then, so they build up this page, and all it is is just, like, a demo... It's all it is. It's just like I can knock you off something back there. My knowledge of GCS, it's IT. All it is is just a page with just a profile, and link doesn't even bloody work. So Louisa keeps going on and on at him, and Jason feels quite down. And then it gets back to the other side of Evolve. So Francesca and Neil have a meeting that night with the other two. And then they turn around to side, 
well, Jason, do you think you can lead this task? And then he kind of admits, no, not really. So with that, the other two opt to reappoint Louise as the project manager. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is apprentice history. But at the same time, like, I do feel, and it's something that will come, come across later, because Nick raises it as well, mm. is, um, I did feel that it, Louisa had a point. Jason was faffing about. She took advantage, though. But at, at the same time, yeah, she, there's a way of going about. It. I mean, you can, you can say, like, look, Jason, come on, mate. You're taking a bit too much time with it. Go with a colour, stick with it, hurry up. We, we've got other things and better things to do and other stuff on the website to do. Hmm. But she was just going on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And okay, you could say, well, Jason needed to man up a bit. But at the same time, when you've got someone like him, you can't do that because that makes him even more indecisive. He felt intimidated. I felt intimidated for him almost because the way she was going out and the way she dealt with the situation wasn't very pleasant at all. No. Like, I didn't like that. I mean, we've seen bits of it from her before. But then my point is, right, do they want to win this task? Yes. Louisa does. Uh, Neil does. Francesca does. So overall, but, it's for the yeah. benefit of the team. But, I mean, I'm not saying Jason shouldn't have to shouldn't back down. I mean, I think overall that was best, but I'm just saying the way Louisa dealt with Jason wasn't very fair, wasn't very pleasant. And if I was a business person wanting to invest in someone, I wouldn't invest with her if she's going to be like that. I wouldn't want to work with someone like that. It's hard not to see Louisa's point, but then, yes, she was... If it it, it built up to a point... I I mean, like I said, she had a point, but there's a way of going about addressing that point. You don't go on and on and on and on and like she's been quite vicious and nasty. Like, From the get go, there's a way of putting your point across. Of, like, look, come on, mate. Yeah, we've got stuff to do. Come on. Like, it's, some, it's something that Neil's actually learned to do. He's learned yeah. how to deal with people in this process. So we get to the boardroom. It's, it was a bit of a weird way, I thought, to decide a task because Lord Sugar left it up to this marketing firm to decide for him, and they just report back to him. So I was a bit like, well, this is totally out of your hands then, really, isn't it? Well, like, there's that's no... How, that's there's, how advertising tasks are always done. I know, but I think we've been built up as, like, this show is a bit of a results-based... you got to sell the most. you got to yeah. think. He Here, takes though, their advice. He listens to what they have to say, and he makes no more decision. But the thing is, my point, I suppose, is Lord is not always on these tasks, apart from what he can see. Yeah, but so he's like... He's taking the advice of marketing experts in that field. So in the field of online dating. I suppose he's just going to be... And Karen and Nick are there, who he trusts without a doubt, so... The thing is, though, it's just personal opinion. That's yeah, I mean, the point I'm trying to leave it up ultimately to. Ultimately, it comes down to their website and their advert. I mean, like... Oh, yeah. I think, fuck me, that was shit. There's no way that team's winning. Out of the four aspects, like the website and the advertising campaign, well, I, c- I couldn't really comment on the print one. It was easily the um, Endeavours one with the cufflinks. I thought that was yeah. the nice one, really. But that was just for like the comedy of I am Herber. I, I agreed with that. I mean, both of them were pretty bad, but the fact is, Evolve didn't even have a website, so how could they win? So, to be honest, I couldn't really argue a decision, so we then have... Uh, Shotgun lineup of Jason 
and Louisa, two T. Well, Lord Sugar labelled them co-project managers, so that's fair enough. Yeah, I mean, Jason and Louisa couldn't even decide who they wanted to bring in. Jason wanted to bring in Francesca, and Louisa wanted to bring in Neil. All right, then, uh, let's just talk about that a second. Of those two, I'd say... I can't remember, really. He was more worse off. I mean, compared to the other two, I mean, they made it all right account of themselves. But then, I suppose, really, Francesca made the decision to go with this horrible old dated idea of old people dating really just like all setting yeah. it making all that it's like the advertising lady said one of the judges who said well 50 is the new 30 so you got you know you want to promote who they're aiming this dating website at single people but, but my thing is though like they kept saying oh and like even Lord Sugar said oh you don't have to listen to your focus group your market research but then what's the point in doing market research if then you're going to turn around and go you don't listen to it though yeah, I mean, surely you have to respect them to a point. I mean, if it's obviously really wide mar- out in the mark, I wouldn't follow it. I think, like, Karen picked up the point. Like, perhaps it, it's not the fact that they went with the market research. Perhaps it was more the fact of the question Francesca was asking. Like, was she asking the right kind of question? But the problem is we didn't see enough of that to really pass judgment. And maybe it is just her questioning technique wasn't getting more valuable information about it. If they just went in and go, yeah, we want to do a dating website aimed at your age group, would you like that? And they go, yeah, oh, great. You know, we asked these people of that age group if they'd use it. They said, yeah, well, that's not really helping you find how you should picture it, is it? They eventually decide to bring in Francesca. It's, to be honest, I'm already here. This is my thoughts. Without spoiling it, Jason has to abdicate his role. And there's halfway through a task, so already, if you think about it, it's an admittance of failure. Yeah. And I don't really think there was much that Louisa could do to turn it around, to be honest. No. I think aiming online dating for your fifties is a bit of a struggle, because unless they're quite up with it, the majority of over fifties are not going to go on the internet now, are they? Well, actually, I think you'd be surprised they do. Yeah, because it, it is a market out there for that. Not that I look on over 50 dating websites. But no, I mean, there is, there is a market for it. I mean, that's why Jason said we're doing it, because there's a market for it. And he's got the experience. I think it's probably not the most expansive, though. I think that's quite a reasonable thing bet to say. It's just I kind of think there's more... You could aim at a specific uh, job group. Like, see, you got things like, what's the uniform dating? Oh, that's, yeah. That's hell well, of an idea, isn't it, when you think about I, it? That's kind of what Alex was going with, with cufflinks, is young professionals. Yeah, I think it's best if you aim at that, because then at least you get that whole variety. It's something for people to be uh, an automatic... It's in comments, isn't it? It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, that's like an automatic interest, career, things like that. So. They kind of established then, there's that Louise's nipping at his heels. Um, Nick has a proper go at her about it. I, and I totally agreed with it. Oh, it's absolutely disgraceful. Um, display of manners. It's a quote from Lord Sugar there, so it's quite ridiculous, really. I mean, she's managed to rampage up to this point. But Lord Sugar, of course, has to make a decision. I think it's quite high and dry, though, because at the end of the day, Louisa did manage to do an okay pitch. Jason just kind of slinks to the background. Yeah. That's what well, I'm thinking. And, and he abdicated, as you pointed out, so... I think it's a, quite a cut-and-dry decision, really. 
If we didn't have that double firing from episode 7, I honestly thought the Weezer would have gone. Yeah. No, it's her whole attitude. So it's one thing, because then she's not being a team player, and the whole thing is to win something for the team. Exactly. So... The leech man's gone then, Kenny. Goodbye, Jason. And your striped pyjamas. <laughs> yes. And uh, weird getting up too early in the morning for any sane person. I, it must be said, he has to be one of the worst candidates I've ever seen. Yeah, I, I think he is. There was that bloke who was a teacher a few seasons back, um, Nor, something like that. Oh and yeah. He, he was just, uh, he was just totally anonymous. But the thing is, like, Jason's, I suppose you could say Jason's humour, as as if he's just a bit, he's not quite world experienced. Yeah. You could turn around and say that, but, the end of the day, is there's two things that I can really remember him doing. So he did. He was project manager the first week, and he did nothing really. The they how won? Yeah, they won. I think it was just the fact that the girls were so bad at that point. I thought it was a reasonable. T- I kind of forgot to look at my notes for the first episode. Sorry, people. But I mean, all he really did, he had the common sense. Wow, he managed to have a bit. To turn around and think, oh, uh, perhaps that ood is meant to be something else. Yeah. From the um, Dubai task. And. He sold a caravan. He sold a caravan. That's it. Oh, and he was PM twice, or one and a half times. But then surely saying half a time, saying, or oh, why were you only half I advocated? I just makes him look weak. Yeah. But I mean, he still put himself up for it, to be fair. If you want to give him some kind of credit. I don't know about that, I must be honest. Because he... Well, no, it's to be like... Well, I mean, at this point, Alex hasn't even been it once, so... Yeah, that's true. But, ah, uh, it's... Ah, uh, ah, uh, 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 The problem is with Alex, he uh, he has been asking to do it. And for whatever no reason, people say no. It's like, to be fair, it's like the caravan task. It's like, oh, Kurt's had experience with caravan holidays. All right, I could see why Alex's enthusiasm... But if you got someone there who's got first-hand experience, although admittedly, this season, that's not worked out for anyone who said that, has it? I don't know if you've noticed. Well, this has happened in past years as well, where people who've got experience, or they get a task where it's actually their field. You know, like, imagine if they had a week where it's about baking cakes and Louisa went, right, okay, I bake cakes, Ooh. that's what I do. Like, it's happened in the past where people who actually do what they do as a day-to-day thing, they cock up. And I'll, I just wonder if it's because, like, yeah, they're an expert in it, and the people they employ obviously become experienced and experts in it. They're working with people who don't know anything about it. And I wonder if that's why they cock up, because they're just assuming, right, well, okay, I know what I'm doing, so everyone else should know what they're doing. I think we'll get into that with the next, um, yeah. this week's episode about ready meals. So, yeah, I'm quite happy to call Jason Wizard. <laughs> Apprentice candidate ever, unless you want to chip in with anything else? No, I, I just have to agree, really. So, Jason, we loved you, but we hardly knew you. Be strong, Leech Man. We'll see you down the road. Right, well, let's get into it this week's episode then, Mr. Kenny. Indeed. Now, I love these uh, advertising campaigns. I uh, don't know about you. I feel there was actually quite good marketing this week with... We had Endeavour 
with their brand called Deadly Dinners, which they eventually went with. We'll talk about it in a second. Evolve, yeah. though, go with a line of um, cuisine meals called Oh My Pow. So, yeah, I quite like that. We'll talk about that, that first, then, because Oh My Pow, the idea behind it, it's um, a, a line of fusion cuisine ready meals. So the idea is... They didn't really come up with many ideas in the show, but they came up with like, oh, we'll have like um, Thai noodles mixed in with Caribbean spices and meats. Yeah. No, I like the sound of that. That sounds quite toasty, that. Yeah, I'd give it a go. Because they went to that um, brand marketing, but they were just asking like plebs off the public about it, and they were like, oh, the sound of that. I just thought, you're an adventurous sod. So it's all about eating, isn't it? Can't you just try new things? Well, I think that was the idea with it, and their packaging was very colourful and so on. Oh, so I think I loved fact, it. If you read it, you'd think, "Oh, that's a bit different." But almost the fact, like you said, is adventure try something new. But the packaging itself would make you think, "Go on, sod it, I'll try it," because it's very different alternative packaging. I love the like, colour scheme of it. It was just like all the uh, fluorescent green and purple. You know, it's, it does really appeal. It's like, of course, we can. Some of us aren't financially well off. Me. So I go for like all Tesco value stuff. But there's kind of things like, you know, you see, uh, snacky things like bars and, you know, snack bars and things like that. And you just think, oh, that looks really cool. I wonder what it tastes like. It's like things like, uh, mum's, my mum, I'm, uh, recording this from a different place than usual, folks. She's got like kind of those, uh, White Watchers bars. Actually on that's quite cool. You know what I mean? If you saw it in the supermarket, I'd pick it up. But, cause I'm at home, I'm here for free. Nom nom nom. <laughs> Cheap, what can I say? Let's go over to Endeavour then, because before they came up to the idea of deadly dinners, I thought there's actually two strong ideas here on the table we could run yes. with. Alex was project manager, and he chips in with an idea of going with a line of children's geography. So he came up with like a kid's mascot, and he, he put like situations like he being a Mexican sombrero and they'd be testing something Spanish like paella. Now I like the idea a lot but uh, Miles comes in and comes up with the idea of deadly dinners so it's meant to be a bit of uh, bit of fun, some scary imagery I quite liked it I liked both but with Alex's it's like when he explained it like parents they were asking on the street liked it but his thing was, when like, I said to him, he'd go, right, okay, so what are they going to learn from it? And he just went, I don't know. And it's like, well, what's the point of doing an educational meal if they're not? But I still like the idea of, right, you know, the Spanish one's going to be paella and the Italian one will be bolognese or something like that. Yeah, it's I good marketing. Like the idea. Hmm. Plus, it's kind of like the idea is... I can see why, though, because the end product they get with Deadly Dimmers... I've got a bit of a rant about this, but I, well, my problem is Leah was pointing out, oh, this is quite Halloween-y, and it's yeah. a bit like, well, you kind of get, like, scary stuff, of course it's going to feel a bit Halloween-y, <coughs> it's, it's yeah. playing off tropes from that, isn't it? Yeah, and to be fair, it's one thing just going, oh, it's a bit Halloween-y, but she didn't go, like, look, we've got to change this, this doesn't work, she still went with it. My thing is, it kind of did work. Let's be honest. Well, like, I mean, the, yeah, I mean, I think it works. I liked it as well myself, but hmm. I just yeah. hate it when someone goes, oh, I don't like that. I mean, like, I'll get to the boardroom and they'll bitch about it, but it's like, well, what did you do about it? Rather than just going, oh, I don't like that. Yeah, 
Uh, they were, those were awesome. Yeah, it was that kind of writing, wasn't it? I know, uh, whoever thought of that was quite good. I'll tell you what remind me though, we were just talking about like kids pressure selling, pressure buying to the parents. As a kid, I was always obsessed, like used to have like little Super Mario Brothers. They used to have like yeah. little box meals. It would yeah. be something like a chicken burger and fries or something like that. It was obviously in like, um, re-diddy box. But they were like two or three quid. So back in the olden day, that would have been a, what, about five, six quid now? Yeah. I, I can always remember like going to, uh, Safeways. There you go. It's a blast from the past. It's pressurizing my mum to buy it. I think, I'll put it again, like the supermarkets, yeah, mum's the buyer, but kids have got a massive say what they can buy too. Yeah, the parents, they don't want to obviously buy some standard foods that, you know, they want their kids to eat for a healthy balanced meal. But if it comes to, right, you know, get a couple of ready meals, it's quick and easy to do, mm. and you pick up one and go, no, mum, I want that one. And if you don't buy it and they go home and they won't eat it, then it's a waste of money, isn't it? Yeah. So you're going to end up thinking, oh, sorry, I will buy that one because at least I'll bloody eat it. See, so it just shows like, a bit of packaging, how, it, how it's presented to you is good. In a way, yeah. I didn't like the fact that no one really seemed to pick up on how, actually, Horrible Dinners was actually the better food overall, or the general consensus was. Yeah, I mean, I think even the parents said it tasted nice. So at the end of I suppose in a way, unless you actually taste it before you buy the packaging, you wouldn't know, oh actually this is quite good food, I would not mind giving this to my child. Compare that over to Evolve's effort with Oh My Pow. Uh, Louisa again, up to her usual tricks. Because I thought it was a bit cheeky of her to go, Neil takes charge, third uh, project manager role for him this season by the way. Notice that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's uh, saying, well, who wants to be do what roles? Louisa, despite the fact she owns a cake business, and we've seen her clearly before, baking. <laughs> when yeah. it's you know, saving us, her team that £1,000 instead of doing the chocolate task Yeah. on the um, corporate day. She says, oh, I don't know how to cook. She did actually use those words, didn't she? Well, I don't know how to cook. Yeah, but then she says, I know how to bake. And I was just there, well, what's the fucking difference? Yeah, and then <laughs> poor Francesca, who very openly said, I don't cook, I eat a lot of ready meals, but that's because I don't know how to cook, you know, and you know, she she really didn't, and like, Louisa then phones Francesca up when she's in the kitchen, and reels off, not just a list of ingredients, but, oh, make sure you pinch this, and make sure you sweat the onions, and make sure, oh, it should look like this by the time you mix it, and basically, it sounded exactly like someone who knows how to cook. Exactly. Which is what we said. And like Francesca, the thing is though, she said it so quick, you can see Francesca thinking, hang on a minute, I still don't know what the fuck you mean by sweating an onion. Like, no offence to the girl, because if you, if you're not into cooking and so on, I wouldn't expect you now. I mean, I, I've worked as a chef and so on, Mm. so I got what Louisa meant, but, you know, I've got that experience. If you're someone who doesn't. how, How do you sweat an onion? That bothered me a lot. Sweating is, Basically, you don't fully cook it. Usually, you do it with a bit of butter, so it'll go warm and it starts to kind of go a bit golden, maybe. Are we Based. actually talking the whole onion? Sorry, all diced up. Or... Oh, you, you dice it up. You oh, okay. Because was... um, so it'd be like a couple of minutes. It's just enough to soften it. Oh, okay. That sounds quite nice. Though. Yeah, I agree. But you know what? 
Francesca's constant moaning and moaning and moaning about it did get on my tits. There is that. But then, well. I can agree with her. Um, not without sympathy. You know what I mean? Because like, it's been dropped in it. Alright, perhaps some people are cooking better than others. That's fine. But it's not as if she didn't give it a go. No, I know what you're saying. But it's like they were asking her to taste it. I mean, pff, does she expect it to turn out tasty straight away? No, not really. I like yeah. to make, I like to think I'm a bit of a cake person, Mr. Kenny. I always check, like, to yeah. see how well my batter's going, how well my, uh, icing's going, things like that. Tastes good. It's, I thought that was a bit obvious, really, more than anything else. I did too, but by the sounds of it, she literally does not have a clue. But then, at the same time, both Neil and Louisa did keep stressing to her, make sure you taste it. Hmm. Which she did. So. Yeah. Right, jog on. So then we go into the boardroom then. Quite, um, not much is terribly said, I don't think, really. Just re-establishing on there, on how there, of course we got some, I tell you what, can you think of anything to say before we do the results, or? Oh, the only thing I wrote before results, and otherwise the results was the only thing I wrote for that bit, was... Louisa says she liked working with Neil, such a hypocrite. The reason why I put that was because at the start of the episode, she was bitching about Neil. Yes. And obviously last week, she was taking her on. And okay, like, it did turn out they got on on the rest of it. But I just hate this, like, week on week, she seems to have someone she goes for. Like, she went for Rebecca, she's been for Jason, she's been for Z, she's been for Neil, she's been for Francesca. It's just... Just a uh, target of the week, really. Yeah. But then saying like, oh, I like working with Neil. Last week he couldn't bloody stand him. <laughs> yeah. Well, I could have chucked him far enough. For I what think he said. If this makes sense, I kind of think Neil is a half decent PM to work under. Yeah, I actually think Neil has developed quite well. I think the first time he went in the boardroom and he had that, like him and Kirk got that earful, he's definitely learnt from it. Hmm. It's quite reliable now, if you ask me. Yeah. But I suppose since we're up to week nine now. Next week's the last te- task. Then we've got interviews. Then we've got the final week. So, is that a bit of a record? Three project managers in a row. I mean, you must be tying with someone for that. They they don't do a final. The final week is the interviews on this new new format. Oh, is it? Yeah, it was the past couple of years. They do the interviews, but when Tom won it two series back, the first go of this new format, the interviews was the final week. I kind of prefer it having like one final task. You know what I mean? But you got the four who are left, they split into two. Yeah, the thing is that they're not going for, you're working for me, they're going for, you want to set up a business, so you're factually interviewing for the candidate. Oh, yeah, okay. Alright, I'm with you. Okay. This, to be honest, it's just kind of like reiterating stuff, is like, they keep bringing up how Miles wasn't quite comfortable. Well, Alex wasn't really comfortable with Miles' idea, that's brought up. Uh, but he doesn't. But he goes with it. He just yeah. totally bought into it. I mean, the thing is though, Alex, in a way, like he was trying to push blame on Miles, but at the same time, he always did it in the wrong way, tactically, if you like. Not that I'm saying you should play tactics, but he was going, "Oh, because I went with your idea, and I shouldn't have gone with your idea." And it's just like, well, you just hang yourself out the dry then. Mm. So, so you're admitting you made a bad decision as PM. Yeah, exactly. You're totally admitting that you're weak with your own idea and that you got swung over. Well, without um, 
spoiling it too much, he admits to that. But let's ignore that for a second. And, well, there's one thing I'd like to touch on. We had, um, they were giving a little bit of feedback from Evolve's Oh My Pow, because it did come out tasting very nice and all. And they were saying, yeah. like, people were saying, tasteless, best one I heard, serving suggestions, don't serve it. <laughs> 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 I I thought the one who, uh, this more heat in the snowman's nose, where it's meant to be this beautiful <laughs> Thai and Caribbean concoction of spiciness, was quite fun. Uh, again, the other thing that ticked me off though is um, they were still talking about all the skull or oh no, it's bad for kids. I was just like, oh, God, they're not that dull, right? Um, oh, whose turn is it to? Ooh, results, can I? Um, what should we do? Oh, I tell you what we'll do. We'll do by we can take turns, can't we? Because they did it in turns. Okay, so who would you? Is that what you got to suggest? Yeah, oh, that's a good one. Uh, who would you like to draw? Be Karen or Nick? You be Karen. Oh, okay then. Oh, I must admit, before we start, then sorry, one more thing. Considering at the end of episode eight, Karen Brady made the big point of saying she was going to follow Louisa. Yeah. Nothing much really came of that. No. And it was all. Like, brought up at the end of the episode, you think, oh my god, something massive's gonna happen, like, Louise and Karen are gonna have a massive bitch fight. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing at all. Aw, oh, poor Karen. So, anyway, we start off, they went to three retailers, uh, two in-shop ones, Morrison's and Asda. They also went to an online one. I didn't quite catch the name. I, yeah, I didn't quite catch it either, but I think it was Ocado. Or yeah, Ocado. something like that. Yeah. So, Karen says, the online... So, Karen's looking over Evolve with Oh My Pow. Ocado turned around and said they take a trial order on of 300. For the same online retailer, Nick says Endeavour managed to get 1,000 orders. So, 700 more than Evolve. So, the deadly dinners, which they kind of said, oh, that's not going to work. Turns out, well, it's got 1,000 to start off with. So, we cut to Morrison's then. Karen turns around and said, no orders. Not great. And I'm afraid to say, Nick said likewise for Morrison's. They also put in no orders for deadly dinners. Not only about that, they said they're uncomfortable advertising that product. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. So then, siding one. Uh, we go to Asda. I believe Nick went first. Yes, Nick went first, and with Asda, they also placed no orders whatsoever. So, Endeavour had a total of 1,000 orders. Mm. But then it comes across to Karen. So, they actually turned around. When Neil delivered his pitch to Asda, he said, oh, we're going to go and rework on the recipe, if you take us on and all that. And they gave him a trial of 2,500. Oh, my. Yep. So. Another smashing, really. Evolve win with 1,800 orders more. Not bad, really. Is that three times? Roughly about that. Almost. Well, 2.8 times. Oh, very good, Kenny. Um, yeah, to be honest, I was a bit surprised. I noticed it when I did the Twitter feed. Um, that the big... The, I was a bit surprised that the online decided to go for orders with the deadly dinners from Endeavour. Yeah. Because it's not something the kids are going to see. 
You know what I mean? I really think oh, though. Yeah, that's what you mean actually, yeah. Because I mean, it's not as if like mum does is going to go do the online shopping with the kids right next to. Her. It's like, oh, do you want anything, darling? It's something that, you, that they do on the way back from school. You know what I mean? When they pop into Asda's or Morrison's or any other supermarket, yeah. isn't it? So I really think that I really think Morrison's Asda missed the beat there. So they really don't get the kids buying of it. Oh, that's a good point. Actually, I didn't really think about that before. Mm, yeah, little things. So then we've got a boardroom. Then Alex, of course, PM has to come back. He Len has to decide what he wants to do. He makes quite a bold statement. He asks to bring back Miles alone because he turned around and said, "I don't think neither George or Leah was responsible for the loss." I kind of have to agree there. Jordan gave one hell of a pitch, which yeah. established them for that uh, 1,000 orders. I, don't, I mean, like, Jordan was definitely free. But then, at the same time, you know, Leah hadn't done anything wrong. You also, uh, one thing I had to ask was, but then also, what did she do that stood out? I felt sorry for her in the fact that she was getting road warriored. That every time she wanted to say something in her pitch, like Miles would jump yeah. in, or I thought, can you just let her have a go, please? But then it's yeah. quite right to a point, because what did she really do? She didn't exactly turn around and stand up for her, her idea, yeah. saying, oh, I don't think we should but do this idea. I, I felt all the way through um, that she's, she's gone along that kind of one pace. Like, there hadn't been an episode where I thought, bloody hell, like, we've got a real candidate here. She's mm. been a solid candidate, but she's not been like, you know, like Jordan, Neil, Alex, they've all had, in Miles even, they've all had moments mm. where you thought, bloody hell, yeah. Like, even Louisa's had uh, times where you think, yeah, you've got a strong candidate here. But with Leah, it's ne- never, I mean, the Dubai task, she was poor, but otherwise, she's never been like, oh, wow, this is hell of a candidate. No, not at all. So, Leah comes back in then. To be honest, it's, boardroom's quite skippable. Although, it's quite a dead heat. There's honestly no... I really couldn't yeah, when, decide who when, was going to go. Well, that's it. I mean, when he started picking it apart, and especially when Leah started getting motor mouth, because there's one thing depending on the corner, but she was trying to slander Miles a bit. And cause she, oh, sorry, just for those listening. Leah... Going back to what I've just said about Leah, Leah tries saying that she's performed every week and so on, which, okay, she has been consistent, but I wouldn't say she's been this outstanding performer. Like, I'd heart back to the Dubai episode where she was really poor and quite difficult to work with, um, besides the incident with Z, where he didn't help himself, perhaps. Um, but then she started making things towards Miles, and like, even Lord Sugar went, like, look, you know, leave it out. And I was thinking for me, if she keeps going, She's gonna talk herself into a firing. Yeah. It's a bit like when, uh, Natalie totally U-boated their cells, uh, well, buying pitch rather, with the caravan yeah. episode. Yeah. I mean, is... you say something like that, it's like, where the hell did that come from? If she hadn't said it, they may not have been a double firing. That... It's like, well, hold on, mate, you're trying to claim you could make all these sales, but it didn't happen. See ya. I'll tell you what did kind of go wrong a little bit, though, because then Alex is just... Uh, they go through Alex's track record, what businesses run. We actually get a bit of background, which I kind of quite like. Yeah. So they're talking about, right, you had your slate business, so I sold that, so I brought a CCTV company. 
okay, bit weird. Then he's now running a law one. You're asking, oh, what do you know about law? Oh, nothing. And there's like a couple yeah. of seconds of stunned silence. Yeah, like, Lord Shrewsbury, I don't never seen it like that. Because part of me is thinking, well, okay, fair enough, you want to try yourself in different businesses, but after 12 months, that's too short a period to go channel hopping, if that's what you want to call it. Yeah. But yeah, the start, but the thing is, for his, like, pictures of Lord Sugar, where he admits he's got no law knowledge, and go, oh yeah, I can pick it up. So, no, that's why people do law degrees, and then train the year after to do that, um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's, you know, to get your law qualification, your yeah. lawyer qualification. So I, I do apologise to anyone out there in law, I'm really sorry, I don't know what it's called. Uh, I'm um, gonna get some angry tweets about that, I assure you. <laughs> um, but, it's like, you, you've basically shot yourself massively in the foot because you've admitted that. I thought he, decided. yeah, I kind of thought he was doing okay. Like, it, it was still like you couldn't really see who I was going to go, but then he pretty much it, it commits boardroom suicide. He just shoves the shotgun in his mouth and pulls the trigger. Yeah, yeah it's just he's like saying, I don't know what un- I'm doing. Yeah, he's got such an unfeasible and unrealistic idea. It just, you can almost see the relief in Leo Miles' face. <laughs> it was a bit like, oh, thank fuck for that. Yeah, because I, I think Leo realised she taught herself from the firing. Miles is getting a bit sweaty under the car because he's thinking, this is my idea and I bulldozed it through. Mm. And Alex goes and says that. It's like, well, see you, mate. You're done. And it turns out it was. They decide, uh, well, Lord Sugar decides, overall, Alex, bit naive, allowed Miles to browbeat him from his uh, bad, bad idea. It's not a bad idea. And then that's it. Poof. Alex is gone. Bit surprised, but I think that fatal error in the boardroom yeah. finished him off, really. But ultimately, if that came out in the interview task, if it is the final week or the week before that, um, oh, yeah. he, he, he would have been stuffed anyway. And also, it's perhaps better he went now rather than had like, um, is it Boardman or whatever his name is? Border, um, you know, one of Lord Sugar's people who like just loves to tear apart a CV. He would have just got utterly destroyed, like Stuart Bagstead that year. Yeah. Guess who should be back then for interviews? Margaret. Yay! Margaret. <laughs> Margaret? I wonder if she's going on with her, um, what degree did she kind of say she was going to go off and do? Egyptology? No, hieroglyphics. Something like that. Just these little things. It's like when a celebrity mentions they're going to go off and do it and then you don't know, find out how they get on. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, surprisingly though, Lord Sugar turns to Mars and says, it's only my 40 odd years in business have led, led me to the decision to keep you in. But I just don't see why people still keep thinking this deadly dance is a bad idea. It's, well, I don't I know think, about you, but it really wound me up to say, oh, this is crap. It's not, it's yeah. genius. It wound me up too, but I think equally, that's where Lord Sugar is saying, well, look, you, know, you, you did go an idea, you stuck by your guns. And you've done well on other tasks. So, yeah, no, of course, I just I, see the reason why he's going to mass I don't know. Sometimes it's, I don't think it's, it was a bad decision because Alex, at the end well, of the day, I, he's got to make a decision. Yeah. And Alex I, shot gun himself, so I could have I think Alex's idea, the international one, was a good idea, but Alex had no more thought than that. It was just, we'll do an international thing. And it's like, because when, like, Miles said to all, what you can do with it, I don't know. 
we'll come to that later. And whereas Miles was saying, well, look, rather than that, I've got an idea here, but you admit it's equally as good. But at least I've thought a bit about it. This is what I'm aiming with it. What do you think? Yeah, so Miles had a bit more to go with. Whereas Alex was almost going to bloody wing it, I think. It, you got a point there, because at the start of the episode, when they're deciding ideas and all that, he doesn't even bother thinking about target audience. He just goes, all oh, right, I got this idea about ping pong, like Welsh word for oven. And yeah. He's saying, well, how does this relate to that idea then? And he kept bringing it back up later on. It's just like, Ugh. And also, actually, one thing I'll say, like, because my immediate thought was, no, don't go with Popsy Ping, because, you know, you can't go oh, Welsh that fine. Yeah, it's, it's... Because that's Welsh for microwave. That's it. But, but the thing is, what I didn't like was when, like, Lord Sugar made a comment, and actually, it made me think, well, hang on. Yeah, you get plenty of foods from other cultures sold all over the UK, so why couldn't you sell a ready meal called Popsy Ping as a, and if you want to go with the Welsh line or international line and sell it all over, I don't see how it's any different to selling Jamaican food or Spanish food or... Unless it's just the fact that you're using a Welsh name so it's harder for an English audience or a Scottish audience to engage with it. I'm pretty sure that would, may have been some sort of thought behind that. But exactly. Like, but I suppose, to be fair, you struggle to engage a Welsh audience... Yeah, really, because it's a bit like, oh, right, this is the Welsh word for oven. Oh, okay. But it's about an international thing. You just think, oh, how does that... Why call it a Welsh word, then? Oh, yeah, that's a good point, yeah. Th- there's no why behind it. There's no logical reason. Uh, you, I suppose you can get away with an English name because English is an international language, so... Yeah. I mean, it's a bit like you can see Deadly Dinners works because you've got all the iconography, like a skull, you've got bats... They were using yeah. terms like, was it bat's blood and prawn, uh, yeah, pasta, was, things yeah. like that. See, that works. That makes sense. That all links in, like deadly bats and, you know, ho- Halloween horror and things like that. I don't know. Um, sad to see Alex go, or? I am, and yeah, he did grow on me a bit in the past couple of weeks, actually, despite my previous things, but. I um, felt in this last task, he came across as a bit anonymous. Because he was saying to, like, George, and George guy said, oh, what are you doing in Alex? I was a bit like, oh, I'm just, like, uh, you know, the manager, the overseer guy, and a bit like... But that's what oh. George did last week, though. That's what I found funny with that. That's true. I mean, you could do that okay to a point, but then when you get called out on it, you kind of think, I think you have to be a bit stern and saying, well, look, you're good at this, this is why you're doing it. I feel I'm not taking a step back, but he doesn't really do that. Just kind of says, "Oh, I'm think I'm just better at managing you than everyone else." I just think, well, stepping away a bit, isn't it? But that's it. The only Welsh in the boardroom's gone now, Kenny. So we're down to six candidates now. Oh God, is it? Yeah, it's six candidates. So we're left with a final six of. Let's run through: Louisa, Miles, Neil, Leah, Jordan, Francesca. Bit of a mix. I say there's three defos going to the final boardroom. If they go first, I I got Neil, Miles, Louisa. I got. I'd say Neil and Jordan are there because Jordan did pick his game back up, which he needed to do. Yeah, I'd like to see Miles there. I think Miles has been solid. I think Louisa is a strong candidate, but it's just that nagging doubt about some of her 
personalities traits are just a bit iffy. But, yeah, I get what you mean. But at the same time, if it's just in terms of, you know, four people have to be there, out of who's there, Francesca and Leo are certainly the two weakest ones by a distance. Unless they both of them decide to do something in the last two episodes before the interviews. If you get yeah. what I mean. I but, mean... I don't know, I just can't see them doing it. What One of the other four we've mentioned would have to do something horrifically wrong to not go through now. I... Will they get the opportunity though? Because next week seems to be something they'd be probably all right at doing, because we'll have a start yeah. business from scratch task. I oh, know, but what I'm saying is, for Neil to get fired, he would have to do something horrifically wrong. Not just oh, he did this wrong. He would have to be atrocious. And that's even in the middle of an episode wrong. Yeah, or something like that, or just completely and utterly miss the point or not do what you've got to do or just something where you think oh my god you're not cut out for this mm. and that would be even with if Leo or Francesco up their game I don't know I think it's quite interesting though we've only got two proper episodes to go and then interviews it's coming to the end of an era Kenny some would Can't argue it's almost over some would argue it's a bit of a shit era but, and I'd quite be quite yeah. inclined to him all for yeah. the year I mean, but, the fact that we can name the final four like that and over the series, they probably yeah. weren't. And they're not the greatest final four either. Oh, God, no. There's been better candidates that have left, I think, in other series, I mean, if that makes I do think I do think Neil and Jordan are particularly strong candidates and as strong as what we've had in other years. I don't know. I think it's an interesting thing, cause, I mean, because it's... They're the best of the rest. Could they survive in another series, if that makes sense? Yeah. Three oh. for four, Kenny. Good point. But we'll have to consider that another day. As unfortunately, folks, it's time to draw this episode to a close. Oh. So with that in mind, Kenny, drawing this episode to a close, let's run through people where they can get in contact to tell us how utterly wrong we are at this show we call The Apprentice. You can contact the podcast on Twitter at Kenny. As at Get Fired. Oh, close. Apprentice Fired. Oh. I have recently started using Twitter more, so I'm getting better with it. I know. It's excellent. Emails, of course, please, at ApprenticeGetFired at gmail.com. You can search us on the Facebook at Kenny. Apprentice Get Fired. Yeah, that'll do. Get Fired and Apprentice Podcast. You'll find it either way. Like us, uh, we'll put them there. I've been a bit lazy with blogs, though, I must admit at the moment, but there'll be a few bits flying your way soon. So blog us at apprenticefired.blogspot.co.uk. Find us on iTunes, please. Leave us a five-star review and a review, and it boosts us up at the rankings. we get more people listening, so that'd be awesome. Of course, we're also on SoundCloud, at soundcloud.com forward slash apprenticegetfired. Ron, there, get in contact, people. We do reply and whatnot, whatever banter we have about it. We will have a nice episode, hopefully, being fired out quite soon after this one. Then we'll be right at the end of the series. Sad times, people. Sad times, indeed. Have a good week, folks. We'll speak to you soon over the internet. That'll be exciting. And from Kenny. This is me, Terry, saying goodbye, everybody. Say bye, Kenny. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.